Money ain't a thing. Money ain't a thing. Money in the bank. Money in the bank. We can talk, but money talk. So talk money. Ash cash show. 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 Ash cash show. Ash cash show. All right, so welcome, welcome, welcome to the Ash Cash Show every Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Uh, make sure you go to the AshCashShow.com. Subscribe to the podcast. Go to AshCashTV.com. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, you know, I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for tapping in. Uh, glorious Tuesday. Um, we're in a building. Y'all just had this, I just had this vision um, of being in a bigger studio doing the Ash Cash Show with like, with like, like a, a crew, like having, ha I just had this vision. I, I swear, as I was about to start, I just had this vision of having the green screen room, having, um, you know, having a desk, having the cameras, and we really like the new news station. Like people, you know, what I mean, I gotta, I, I gotta write that vision actually. I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta write that vision, and I need the numbers now. Like, I really need to know, like, how much is it going to cost? I know I'm going to buy a building, but, I, but I'll lease a building for now. Maybe I'll just lease one to start. Um, yeah, I need, I, need, I need to follow through with that vision because I, I just felt it just now. Like, it just, it just felt real. Like, as I was sitting here, I'm like, oh, like, that's what it's going to feel like. So, um, so yeah, fast shout. Uh, <clears throat> James Coleman, what up? James Coleman in the building. Salute, salute, my guy. Valerie Caldwell in the building. Fast shout uh, on a YouTube check-in. Um, Lamar Lawrence, that inside the vault with Jeremy was fire. Yeah, that was that was next level. Definitely next level. Latricia G, what up? Where's CJ? Thank you for the badge, love. I am Sam, top of the morning. Jazz Slim Chick, what up? Ramiah Trash, thank you for the badge, love. Sharon Smith in the building. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Yo, Mind Right Money Academy tonight. We mastermind it tonight. You know what I'm saying? We mastermind it tonight, uh, 8 p.m. I'm excited. Uh, Garnett, what up? Vic847, what up? Peacemaker, Beat305, what up? TB Fit, Grand Rising, Chef, CJL, if you know, you know. Chef Leonard in the building. Good morning. Salute, salute, salute. Harmless, what up? Um, ooh, sorry. Art Therapy, what up? Uh, what a blessing uh, on a glorious Tuesday. You'll be there. The vision was confirmation. Big facts. Live, yeah, live audience, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that. I feel it. I feel like live audience, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, like, like, nah, facts. I feel that. James Coleman's from, from NC watching live. Like, like, I feel that. Like, I feel like, um, that's what I feel. I feel like, I feel like I saw it. Like, like having, a, you know, like having a live studio audience, uh, people just, you know, checking in. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe we go a little longer. Maybe, you know what I'm saying? But like, yeah, I kind of, I kind of feel it. I feel I I can I can, I can feel it in the air. Um, yeah, live studio audience facts. 
yes, make it plain. Yeah, I'm about to, yeah, I'm writing that. Look, look, Jackie says we need that. Fast shout. Uh, good morning, Miss Fit, Miss Tiff. What up? Eight one seven. Harmless TD. Uh, can you invite me? Facts. Yeah, we gonna we gonna make it happen. Uh, I'm so happy I'm here uh, for, for the beginning. To God be the glory. Here, diva, the salute, salute. More Mindy. What up? Uh, I just I just got here, uh, but invite me definitely in the building. Four by four financial freedom. We that, that is done. I keep having a vision of me in the kitchen with my cooking staff getting ready for a huge event. That's how I start, though. That's how I start, Sharice. That's how I start. Y'all, 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 I'm a, um, we're going to talk. I might have to, I might have to fly you out. Our next, uh, our next, uh, uh, book intensive. We, we want, we want to, we want a chef. Uh, we want to get a chef to, uh, to cook, um, for the final day. Yo, my bad for the first people on the third, for, for the first, the first people on the three day intensive, we had a chef, uh, to cook for us all three days. Um, but he was just dropping off the food. The last day, though, so we might we might need the same chef for all three days. But the last day, we want to, you know, what I'm saying, we want to sit on a table. Um, we already plan. We we thinking about New Orleans. I don't know. We're thinking about New Orleans. I'm throwing it out there. I'm throwing it out there early. So I'm, we're thinking about doing the next three day intensive in New Orleans. We had we found the house too. It's beautiful. Um, and and after the, the third day, we want to have like a real dinner party. And we want to have like a chef like cook and you know like like you know um the price point we're looking is, is gonna be like seven thousand five hundred. Um so we're looking about seven thousand five hundred, but same deal. Um, um I mean we're trying to have it include lodging, so seven thousand five hundred. You pay your own airfare, but we're looking to potentially have you stay in the house so that way y'all can spend more time. Um, you know, sort of like masterminding and getting a book out. Um, and then the last day we went to chef. So Sharice, I might be hearing you up, man. Um, August, I think, I think it's like a weekend though. We're going to try to do it on a weekend, maybe like August 13th, 14th and 15th. Uh, but that's the preliminary talk. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just telling y'all what, you know what I mean? What the preliminary talk is, uh, drop the U S dollar gem. Uh, kiss. I'm, I, I'm a, I'm a lead. I'm a lead at man. I ain't even going to touch that. Honestly, Ill flow, what up? Uh, James said, "Look, look, look, Sharice. James said he is chef too. Fast out the fast out the James Coleman. Yo, James, I got I got to give my sister a shot first though. That's my sister, like that's my sister, sister. You know what I'm saying? So I gotta give her a shot first. You know what I'm saying? Um, peace, peace, Ill flow. Um, yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna touch the U.S. dollar gym. Uh, uh, morning mornings are reserved for finan financial uh, financial empowerment." Uh, I'm, 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 I'm niching down. I'm niching down. There's other people that talk, that talk, that talk. Uh, so we, we, we could, we could talk, we could talk, we could talk U.S. dollar, but I'm good. Nothing but financial empowerment. I need, I need my people focused. That, that you, that U.S., that U.S. dollar being dropped by Russia. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, whoever, whoever, whoever provides value wins. And I want everybody, I want everybody, look, look, what, what, what we said this week is about, drop drop it in the comments. What, what's, what's today about? Today, today is about applying, this week is about applying pressure. Pressure, pressure and contemplation. Look, pressure and contemplation. You can't, you can't apply pressure and contemplate at the same time. That is a fact. 
You know what I'm saying? Like you can't like pre applying pressure is an action. I don't want you to think about nothing. So I don't want to talk about nothing you gotta think about. Applying pressure is 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 application. And and the U.S. dollar, uh, Russia dropping the U.S. dollar does nothing for you right now. I need you to have more more money. I need you to have more impact. And I and I don't care. I don't care if it's dollars. I don't care if it's yen. I don't care if it's Bitcoin. People exchange whatever currency for value. And so and so I want you to apply pressure because as you apply pressure, you apply you showing the world how valuable you are. And that's all. That's all. That's all we. That's all I want. Bass Moreno, what up? That that's y'all need. I need sound. I need sound effects. That's that's all. That's all. That's all the desire is. You know what I'm saying? The wealth icon, what up? Taylor Joy, thank you for the badge, love. I appreciate you. My Right Money Academy, we we, we tapping in tonight. Abundance Community, we we tapping in tonight. Chef, uh, you know, Ash, uh, I'm looking forward to being a part of the My Right Money Academy. MindRightMoneyAcademy.com. All you got to do, just tap tap in, join. Tap in, join us. Peace and blessings. What's good, Panther Inks? What up? Uh, I'll be in the A in September. Uh, please make it happen, Ash. Yeah, so so in uh, September. I think I'm doing something in September too, though. What's happening in September? Oh, I can't say yet. There, 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 is, there is something big happening in September. Is it September? Did we choose September? Wallan, Wallan, Wallan. Yo, when I yo applying pressure. Listen, yo, I can't ask y'all to do something that I ain't doing. I can't ask y'all to do something that I ain't doing. I promise you. That's how we came with the August date. Cause we applying pressure. Where my guy at? Where my guy at? Uh, what, what date we said? I can't say what it is yet. I can't say what it is yet. But uh, September 25th looked like something about to happen. I can't say yet. But uh, we applying, uh, we, uh, uh, applying pressure. So if anybody's going to be in Atlanta, try to make it September 25th. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. August, we got two events in August, right? August, August, we got something happening. August 28th, we got something happening. September 25th, we got something happening. Apply the pressure. Apply that pressure. Apply pressure. That's what I'm asking. I ain't asking. I ain't asking for. I ain't asking for more much. I'm not asking for much. I just want y'all to apply pressure. That's it. I'm not asking you what I'm not doing. Y'all see, I'm, a, I'm applying pressure. Wealth Icon, thank you for the badge love. Khadija, you right on time. Goddess Principles, Great Rising. Art Therapy, thank you for the badge love. Orlando, thank you for the badge love. Alex Delinga. Thank you for the badge, love. I know I messed up your day, but I think I got it right. Uh, do y'all thing. Salute, salute, salute. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. As we plan it out, Sharice, I'll I, I definitely tap in. Uh, 
Uh, I never been to Nola. Food was good. No, no, the food was the food was good though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The food was good, but we look we looking at New Orleans though next. We're looking at New Orleans next. Let me get my coins up. You should. I promise you the investment that you're gonna make. I promise you it's 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 a life changing, it's, it's life changing. I promise you it's life changing. Look, Gail, you you are an alumni. I might, I might, I might, I might have. To, I, hey, Gail, I might have to have you just come through for a day. You know I say you might. I might have the alumni come day one just to talk a little bit. Who knows? Anata slash Nada, top of the top. Uh, okay, I missed my three day legacy fairly. Facts though, Taylor Joy. Uh, I'm planning a trip to New Orleans in July. All right, we go. We gonna have to make it happen. Uh, listen, I'm ready, Ash. God says yes. Facts. Uh, let's cook, James. Facts. Uh, blocking my schedule right now. You spoke on that uh, U.S. U.S. dollar situation a while back. Amazing about the fault. If you know, you know. Hair diva, beautiful ha uh, happening on a glorious Tuesday. Thanks for bringing us such an opportunity. Salute, salute, salute. Focus, right? Focus. All right, let's do, uh, look, apply pressure, apply pressure, applying pressure, apply pressure. Pressure is application, you know what I'm saying? You saw my pressure, yeah, look, Panther Inks, I see you. And you, Orlando, I see you. Action words. I need, I need us to apply pressure. That's a fact, though. You can't you can't contemplate and apply pressure at the same time. You just can't. Double that income. I heard, heard you. Witness elevation heard you. Nagasi Legacy Group, Grand Rising. Get your assets up. Facts. That's a fact. Uh, but please don't do the weekend of August 13th to the uh 15th. We in ATL. Uh yeah, August 13th to the 15th is, is, is looking like New Orleans. That's looking like New Orleans for me. Um, September 25th looking like ATL, though. I can't say what yet, but that's what it's looking like. Uh, apply pressure. Stop pretending. Be all you can be. Look, if you know, you know. We don't fit in. We stand out. Big fact. Salute, salute. I love the manual sound effects. <laughs> you know, you know. Um, all right, let's 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 get into this daily aspiration. Gail, thank you, Gail. Thank you for the badge, love. Uh, I joined last week. I mean, all right, bet, Lisa. We'll see you tonight. MD Barry, what up? Uh, I'm out here now. Styles, what up? Uh, yes, with Neo. Salute, salute, salute. Nephew, I need... Oh, I got you. I got you. Uh, Auntie, I, I, I hit you back. I, I'm, I'm sending that affiliate link today. Yo, anybody need an affiliate link for My Right Money Academy, send that out. You know what I'm saying? Um, All off topic, uh, but uh, uh, baby bro, you... <laughs> salute, salute, salute. Janine, I appreciate you. My big sis in the building. Fast shout out. Janine Stewart in the building. All on topic, but baby bro, you look awesome. I appreciate you, sis. Fast out to James, 9-11, 43rd birthday. I see you. Um, your energy brings joy. Nah, thank you. All right, let's go. Daily aspiration. We're doing daily aspiration.
Let's get in it. Apply pressure. It's on this month. Facts. Uh, buying tickets today. Look, look. That shout. Uh, I'll be there. Let's do it. We need some musician behind the minister. Facts, though. Looking in, look, locking in all these dates. I'm telling you, it's about it's, it's about to go. All right, let's let's do daily aspiration real quick. Let's do let's do daily aspiration real quick, and we can get the show started. I mean, the show started, but um, let's do daily aspiration. Look, look, look. Let's do daily aspiration. Happy Takeover Tuesday, my talented tenth. Welcome to the absolute first day of the rest of your life. Today's daily aspiration is dedicated to being who you were meant to be without compromise. Due to an overwhelming takeover by the critics, the talkers, and complainers, there's an epidemic of people wanting to fit in and go with the flow of what everybody else is doing. They pretend to be something other than what they really are in an effort to be liked and not criticized. As the late great Malcolm X once said, if you have no critics, you'll likely have no success. Effective immediately, we need to stop pretending that we are something that we are not. We need to stop listening to other people and stop doing or stop going in the direction they tell us to go. Effective immediately, beginning today, we need to start tapping into the very essence of our being and become the great person that we know we ought to be. Inside of you is a fire that is burning low, which is ready to become a forlorn blade. Deep inside is the ignition that goes zero to 100 real quick and is waiting to be turned on. Be true to yourself and recognize the fact that you weren't put here just to be one of the bunch. How can you fit in when you were born to stand out? Be uncompromisingly you. No apologies, no regrets. You are you, and in the words of Sean Carter, they'll either love you or leave you alone. Never compromise. I'll leave you a couple of quotes. The first one's by Mary Lou Relton, and it says, each of us has a fire in our hearts for something. It's our goal in life to find it and to keep it. Next quote by Sidney Smith, and it says, whatever you are by nature, keep to it. Never desert your life of talent, your line of talent. Be what nature intended you for, and you will succeed. All right, last but not least, by Henry Van Dyke, and it says, Use what talents you possess. The world would be very silent if no birds sang except those who sang best. Oh, that's a bar. That's a bar. I am whatever I say I am. If I wasn't, then why would I say I am? I am. I am. Wait, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I am whatever I say I am. We gonna, yo, we applying pressure every day. We applying pressure. Every day is this. Every day is this. Hustle Bill repeat, congrats, my G. Yup, yup, 
Yup, yup, every day. Yup, yup. I am. Three things I want you to do to nurture your vision. I want you to affirm it every day. Affirm it every day. And don't affirm it as I'm trying, I wish, I want Boss to. Man, Brewster, what up? I am. I am. Denise the Broker, what up? I am. I am. Little, little I am. Every single day I, I am is the creative force of the universe. August 13th. Whatever you attach I am smarter to, smarter. you Ain't will no bad love. You know, people say, Ain't I'm broke. For the bad love. Or I'm single. No. I'm waiting for my ideal mate to present himself can't, to can't, me in a way that I recognize. Whatever you attach, I am too. I'm confused, no. I am awaiting clarity in this moment. So affirm your vision every day. And just because somebody else can't see your vision doesn't mean that it's not a powerful vision for you. Yeah, yeah. Here's another key for you. Never judge your clarity on how other people respond. Did you hear me? They're going to say, what you doing? You crazy. Why are you doing that? You can't do that. Who told you you could do that? Who do you think you are? I love that one. Who do you think you are? Me? Affirm your vision. Clarify your vision. Know what you're doing. Why you're doing it. And how you're doing it. Day by day, moment by moment. And sometimes the how only shows up on a need-to-know basis. Don't wait for the how until you start pursuing your vision. You understand? Don't wait for the how. Sometimes you just have to walk blindly. But if you just do your vision every single day, putting one foot in front of the other, committed to your desires, being obedient, walking through your fears, the vision will unfold much grander than you could have ever even imagined or asked for. Four four. Thank so, bad, this is what I say. To support your vision, instead of begging... What you gotta do? Be still. Be still! Let your daily spiritual practice be one of stillness and listening. Be still, y'all. Listen for the instruction instead of begging for the direction. Instead of begging, listen, listen. for the instruction. Be still. Be still. Be still. Yup, yup. New day. I need. I, I need to apply pressure. New dawn. New day. Yup, yup. Whatever you attach, I am to, you will become. You will become. Be still. New life. And in order, in order for you to, in order for you to have this new life, I need you to see this new life. I don't need you to pretend. 
I just need you to see it. There's a big look. There's a big difference. Let me let me explain something to you. Let me explain something. Right. Today's daily aspiration. Today's daily aspiration is about being who you are. Right. Some people might misconstrue that. Some people might misconstrue being who you are for pretending. Right. And what, how, how do I mean that? Um, you are not your circumstance. And so when I say be who you are, I'm saying be love, be abundant, right? Because abundance is your birthright. You are not your circumstance. Too many people are, are ascribing to themselves their circumstance. And so people who are um, in need of more money are saying, I am broke. No, you're not. No, you're not. People who are waiting for clarity are saying, I am, I am confused. No, you're not. People who are awaiting for direction are saying, I am lost. No, you're not. Stop ascribing your circumstance to who you are. That is not who you are. Stop ascribing your circumstance. You're mixing. You got, you got the lines blurred. It's not the same thing. Your circumstance is not who you are. I am abundant with or without the U.S. dollar. If you know, you know. My abundance is not, is not connected to the U.S. dollar. My abundance is connected. It is my birthright. My abundance is connected to, to me waking up and breathing air in my body. That is my abundance. And so a lot of us are trying to uh, be who we are, but allowing our circumstance to cloud that vision. And that's why it's not matching up. That's why it's not matching up. That's why we're not living in abundance because we are allowing our circumstance to dictate whether we're abundant or not. It doesn't matter. It don't, it, don't, it, don't ma it don't matter who dropped the U.S. dollar. It don't matter who dropped the U.S. dollar. I am abundance. I am love. I am peace. I am happiness. I am joy. I am wealth. I am. Right? Like, I am. Like, 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 I, like, like, I, like, I, like, I, I, I need, I need you to know that. I, I, I need I need I need I need you to know that if you change your mind if you change your life mind right radio inspiration and motivation 25 8 that's all the time more than humanly possible Elevation on another level. I am. I am. I am an entrepreneur. I am. Come on. I am. Come on. I will never search for wealth. I will never search for wealth. I will secure it. I will secure it. I am. I am. I am an entrepreneur. I am wealth. I am wealth. 
for what searching I for what I am. am. I will not search for what's already decided. I am success. I am success. I can. I can. I will. I will. I must break all barriers. I must on my break, way. break all barriers on my journey. On my journey to wealth and success. To wealth and I success. I must break all barriers. Not most. Not most. Not most. Yeah. All barriers. Everything that's before my mama, my daddy, all barriers. My past. I am. I am. I am the greatest that has ever done. I this. am the greatest that ever done I'm it. Comparing myself to them, but ain't nobody like me. I am. I am. The problem is you hadn't got to the I am yet. Uh -oh. You hadn't even bought into it. And what I want to do before you leave is buy into it 120. percent That's why you follow me. That's why you watch me. Because when I get up and talk, it's 120. percent When I talk, you don't feel like he might not believe what he says. You don't. You don't listen to me in the morning when you on that treadmill because you think I kind of think I know what I'm talking. About. You are 100% clear, like, yo, E, E got some confidence, like, E walking with another spirit, like, E on something different, what is he on? I woke up one day when America said I can't wear a hat and shoes, and I just had to say, hey, you trying to get information first, you reading books, you had to convince you that you should be doing this. You haven't convinced you that you need to put the money in so you can get where you're trying to get to. You don't believe that you are. And the very first That's thing the creator said was, tell him I am. Tell him I am. And so I was like, yo, e, you got to discipline yourself. I started looking at Mother Teresa, uh, Gandhi, and I was like, yo, bro, Gandhi would go fast from sex, sex, sex. and he was married. He would fast from talking. You know, I just started watching these great people. It's like, yo, these people fast and not about fasting, like that's not the piece, but they were very disciplined people mm -hmm. and they would not allow their exterior world to dominate or destroy their internal world. I just like, yo, I want to get to a place where I can control me. My family members have grown. I lost an uncle who's supposed to deliver. Brilliant man, but just drinking, drinking, drinking. And I was like, yo, I do not want to. My father was a substance abuser for years. I was like, yo, I don't want a life where something else is controlling me. You know, like, real, when I left home and said, I don't want to be controlled no more. Like, I meant that. Like, I don't want nothing to control me but me. And so I got to put myself under extreme discipline to make sure I'm free. So when people see me, you get up at three, you don't drink, you don't smoke. I'm not doing that because I think I'm better than nobody else or I think you're going to go to hell because you had a drink. I just want, I want to control, I want freedom. And for me, disciplining myself means more freedom. And the less discipline means freedom. discipline yourself, people who, uh, I, I told my son the other day, I was like, yo son, I don't not want you to have fun. I just seen a history of people who just have fun. Christmas, Thanksgiving, Halloween, New Year, every night. Yeah. They're the people who end up in their 20s having a great deal of fun, but in their 40s and 50s, they working for somebody, um, um, and I'm not saying nothing wrong with cleaning toilets, but they doing something they don't want to do for the rest yeah, of their yeah. life, and they can't retire because they play yeah, so much. More. You know, so for me, I just look at Bro, this. I can't get the, Jackson, the other bad Like five and six just dancing all night. I just think the more a man disciplined himself, the greater, it don't mean it's going to happen, but the greater the probability that he has this sense of freedom. What makes Brady want to win a fifth? What makes Jordan at 39? At 39. What makes Jordan say, okay, I got four? Like, it's not even a new season. He said, we gonna buy, we got to get the fifth one. What makes Serena get 23 and still going? Like, what makes Venus, who was sick and should have been gone, now she's 36 years old, what makes her fight to get to the Australian Open? And I'm telling you, it's, it's not 
the money, the network. It's not, you know, the vision board. It's, I believe, for those of us who are where we are, it's something within, you know, and, and you can't go buy that. You know, I can't give it to you. Lewis can't. Like, you've got to go within and find that and pull that stuff out. So I need y'all to do me a favor, for real. Listen to me very closely. I'm going to show you how to be successful. You have to understand that your losses, and that's why I want you to look at them every day, because your losses fuel you in a way, the way that your winning can never be. When you take a L, you take a, you take the right L, you like, I'm going to be very cautious on that next move. I mean, if you're smart, so number one, every single day, I want you to go to bed at night, stop playing games, and be honest about the wins and the losses. So I always remember where I came from. I remember all the L's I took. Because when you forget the L's, that's when you like you big and bad. I remember. Those are the ones. Those are the ones. I need you to be honest. Do an honest assessment. I want you to write down what it is you're trying to do. And I need you to be very honest about where you are in terms of what you're trying to do. Like, where are you? So for those of you who like, I want to be a millionaire, I just need you to really be like, think through where are you financially? Like in terms of financial literacy, where are you? In terms of financial discipline, where are you? And in your past, where are you? Do you spend money you don't have? Be true to yourself, you know? You know, to your own self, be true. Find out who you are, what your gift is, what you love. Like, eat what you like to eat. Go where you like to go. Like, be you. You'll find out that when you're you, you will attract you. You know, you will attract all the happiness, the wealth that you can by being you. But if you're fake, you know, you can't do it. You know, you can't do it. Work while you wait. Yup, I said it. For real, for real. You don't know how long it's going to take, right? But, but, but if you stop now, if you quit now, one thing I can tell you is for certain it's never going to happen. So the first thing I need you to do is, like, you cannot stop. Like, you, stop. You, 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 okay, all right, rest if you must. But you cannot stop and, 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 and question life. Like, you cannot stop and, and, and question your circumstance and situation so much so that while you could be working, while you could be further along the road, less travel, you're sitting there uh, contemplating. Like, you're sitting there moaning about it. You're sitting there complaining about it. And I get well, it. I'm not minimizing your struggle. I get <laughs> it. I understand. But you got you to gotta work. You got to work. What, what happens if you wake up 30 days later and you're there? What Let's happens go. if you Block wake up 60 days later Let's and see. the change is coming? You know what's going to happen? You're going to wake up 60 days later, the 90 days later, and love. everything's going to change but you. And you're going to get the same results you got before it happened because you're the exact same person. So work, you're not lost. work while you wait. You're not lost. I am. I am an entrepreneur. I am. I am. I will never search for wealth. I will never search for wealth. I will secure. I am. I am an entrepreneur. All right, so we talk about discipline. So let me tell I'll be honest with you. I don't even know what this track is, but the name of it says Discipline Your Mind. Uh and I and I haven't I haven't listened to it. So we're gonna see. We go, we go, we go, we gonna see. Discipline your mind. Yup. Talk to him, Rev. Talk to him, Rev. Talk to him, Rev. Yo, we Olympia, thank you for the fast love. Now we understand who Jesus is, don't we? Now let's go on in this introductory session of your 12-fold divine power. 
Jesus' calling the 12 disciples is a symbol. Is a symbol! Uh oh. Rap talk is spicy. Raises the 12 functions of his mind. Of his mind. Talk to him, Rev. To apostleship. Uh oh. The 12 functions are aspects, are attributes, are qualities of the mind must be made disciples. That is, they must be disciplined by the God-conscious man before they become apostles. Uh oh. An apostle is a disciplined quality of the mind. Raised to its office of spiritual leadership. An apostle is a spiritual leader. But the apostle must first of all become a disciple. Must be disciplined. The twelve disciples represent the twelve-fold power of your mind. The twelve functions. The twelve faculties. The twelve aspects, qualities, attributes, and disciplines of your mind. Which you must call... Teach, train, give power, and command to serve your good purposes. Ladies and gentlemen, you have a job. I the wheel podcast. I appreciate you, my The sooner you do it, the better. And until you do it, you're going to suffer. Yeah. And that is the job of mind discipline. Yo. No, it's not always an easy job. Look at the time that Jesus had sometimes with his 12 faculties. Are his 12 disciples trying to teach them and train them and discipline? He asked them once, you fellas stay here and pray while I go yonder and pray. And watch with me for one hour. And when he got back, they were asleep. Making disciples is an inside job that I must do. Inside job. Discipline is an inside job. It's an inside job that I must do. Yep. I want you to understand that. I'm coming back to St. Matthew, the 10th chapter, and the first verse in a few moments. Your mind functions must be disciplined. Your mind functions must be disciplined. must be made disciple. If you do not discipline the functions of your mind, they will act like an unruly mob and keep your life messed up Bars. and confused. You got your legacy Let's group. put this in the first person. So we will all know what our work is, and I'm going to help you to do this work. I'm going to help you do this work. I must discipline my mind. I must discipline my mind. I must discipline the functions of my mind. I must discipline the functions of my mind. Must make disciples of the functions of my mind. I must make disciples of the functions of my mind. You see, ladies and gentlemen, when you discipline the functions of your mind, when you make disciples Aaron, thank of, you for the the functions functions of your mind, then they serve your good purposes. They serve your God purposes. Your but God purposes. If you do not discipline the functions of your mind, they will disserve. They will disserve. Oh, Jesus didn't get disciplined, and he disserved the Christ. He betrayed the Christ. Now Judas has to be redeemed, and we are going to redeem Judas in the twelfth session because Judas represents that aspect of you that you do not discipline. Uh oh, bars. Don't go pointing your finger at Judas. Judas is why. Oh, Judas is, is you. Undisciplined. undisciplined. Every the betrayal. 
Hey, you ass a bar! You neglect either through willfulness or ignorance to discipline will betray you. Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's a bar. That's a bar. I don't, I don't care what your denomination is, but you know, you know, you know the story is, uh, you know the story of Judas. You know the story. I don't care which, I don't care what you, what you believe in. I know you know the story of Judas, and Judas uh, betrayed the Christ, right? And Judas represents you undisciplined. That's a bar. Judas represents you undisciplined because when you are undisciplined you are betraying yourself you yo judas is you you are you are betraying the christ we made in the image and likeness of the most high and so when you see christ you see you judas betrayed the christ which the christ is you and judas is you undisciplined when you're not disciplined, when you when you know you're supposed to be going in a certain direction, you don't go against it. Oh, yo, hold on, hold on, Rev, hold on, Rev. I don't think they heard you, Rev. Don't go pointing your finger at Judas. Judas is why oh, in an undisciplined state. Every aspect of your mind that you neglect, either through willfulness or ignorance to discipline, will betray you, will betray the Christ. This is why I said a while ago, everything, every event in the Bible represents some aspect of your psychology. Theologians, they never guessed this. They're talking about Judas. Judas went and hung himself. And never guessed that the Bible writer was trying to tell you that if you don't discipline your mind, your mind will hang you. It'll hang you! It'll worry you to death. Uh-oh. It'll irritate you to death. It'll aggravate you if you don't discipline it. So get your finger off of Judas now, and you've got to redeem him. There are some steps for making a disciple of an attribute of the mind. Steps for disciplining the mind. And here they are. The first step says what? Aaron, thank you for the bad love. You must recognize the faculties of your mind, that they exist. A quotation from Reverend Ike. What you recognize, you energize. And you see this recognizing the attributes of your mind is a part of the calling of the disciples. So again, when it says Jesus called his disciples, it means Jesus recognized the attributes of his mind. Jesus recognized the qualities of his mind. Jesus recognized the aspects of his powers of being. And when you recognize the qualities of your mind, you do what to them? You, you energize, energize them. Recognize the energize. Recognize the energize. Recognize the energize. Recognize the energize. All right, so let's take it back, though, because may maybe somebody's hearing me. Maybe somebody's hearing me, and maybe uh, we need that that self-discipline, but we don't know how, right? And so I'm going to take you way back. Maybe, 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 maybe Napoleon Hill can help us. I'm going to give you 10 on, rules on self -discipline. for profitable self-discipline. These are rules of my own making. They're very homely, some of them. 
but they'll be very helpful. And number one is keep cool when other people get hot. <laughs> I know you can agree with that, but I'm not so sure that you'll always live up to it. We're inclined, all of us, to get hot when the other fellow gets hot. Say angry things when the other fellow starts saying angry things. I was in the home of the president of a big electric power company one evening when there came a storm and he called up one of his head men to go out to take care of an emergency that happened as a result of that storm. It was on Sunday evening. The man was gone about two hours and when he came back, he came up on the front porch of the home of this man and called him out on the porch. Have I never heard a man get such a unlashing in all my life as this president of the electric power company. You blankety blank blank, you think because you're the president of the company, blankety blank blank, and I'm just as good as you are, blankety blank blank. Oh, it was terrific. I only heard one side of the conversation because there was only one side of it. One man was doing all the talking and one man was doing all the listening. And after this had been going on for fully three minutes, the other man ran out of wind and had nothing more to say. He was mad, you see, because they called him out on this stormy night. I heard the president close the door and he came back and he just smiled and said, why, the man was a little bit hot, wasn't he? <laughs> That's all he said. A little bit hot, wasn't he? I expected any moment to hear a fist begin to fly out there. But you see, there was a man who had risen to great uh, heights of achievement financially, and he had done it uh, by self-discipline. Self-discipline in every respect. In every and respect. Of course, a long workman who had been temporarily unbalanced by his anger to throw him off balance and make him stoop to that level. He just didn't propose to have that done. Facts, facts. And you'll notice when you get into an argument, the will. One, and you're happy with your the ox. that if you just remain silent while the other fellow is blowing off his top. He finally gets to the point where he's got no more talk to blow off. Then if you want to get in a few words of your own, that's a mighty good place to do it. It's a mighty fine thing if the words that you get in are not the kind of the words you've been hearing. In other words, if you say something back kind in return, it's far better for the other fellow and far better for you. It shows you to be the bigger of the two persons. Now anybody can get mad and blow his top because of what somebody does or says. And that's happening all the time. But the truly big man, the man who is in charge of himself, he doesn't allow anybody to draw him down to that level of a street brawl or of an argument in harsh words unless he wants to do it. And if he's truly a big man, he doesn't want to do it. Number two, remember there are three sides to all arguments. We ordinarily think there are two sides to all arguments, but they're not the three. There's your side, there's the other fellow's side, and then there's the right side, which is usually about in the middle of the two viewpoints. Remember that when you get into an argument with the other fellow. Don't assume that he's always at fault. Maybe you're partly at fault too. Maybe neither one is totally at fault. The chances are in all of the arguments I've ever heard, both parties were partly to blame in one way or another. I've never yet heard an argument where one party entirely was to blame, although I suspect there are such arguments at times. Number three, never give directives to a subordinate when you're angry. If the matter is urgent, then cool off quickly. Number four, treat all people as nearly as possible as if they were rich relatives from whom you expected to be remembered in their will. <laughs> now that's a good one. That's a honey. <laughs> that is a honey. If you just do that, treat all people as if they were uh, rich relatives from whom you expected to inherit something at their death. And you can do that. You know if you had a rich relative that had a million dollars he was going to leave to you, you suspected he was going to? 
he wouldn't make very much difference what he said or did. He would never throw you off balance. You'd never talk back to him, would you? Of course you would. He'd be quite silly if you did. <laughs> Keeping quiet for a million dollars seems to me <laughs> to be a very easy price to pay. Number five. Look for the seed of an equivalent benefit in every unpleasant circumstance of which you meet, no matter what the unpleasant circumstance is. Make it that point to discipline yourself so that you look for that seed of an equivalent benefit and you start looking in connection with the circumstance. Don't wait a week or two. You'll all work yourself up about Start right in where you stand. It'll lessen the blow. It'll lessen the hurt of the wound, whatever it happens to be, if you start looking for that seed of an equivalent benefit. And number six, learn the almost forgotten art of asking questions and then listening to the answers instead of getting the other fellow told off. It gives you an awful lot of satisfaction when you're angry to get the other fellow told off. And the temptation is very great to do that. I know, because I've been there many times. Don't do it. Be bigger than that. Listen to what the other fellow has to say. And then when somebody makes a statement that you're not sure about, Learn to ask this one question. It's one of the most important questions in life. It'll serve more purposes than any other short question that I can think of. When somebody makes a statement that you're not sure about or that you doubt your question, you say the ask a four-word question. How do you know? And then wait for an answer. It seems squirm. Oftentimes there is no answer. People make wild statements that they came back up. And instead of getting into an argument and making an incident of the matter, getting yourself worked up into an argument, let the other fellow steal his own fast by putting him over the bar with that question, how do you know? I had a clergyman in my class once who was very, I just don't know exactly how to describe him. He was a fanatic, you might say, on the subject of religion. And he was sure that he knew exactly what was going to happen to me after that. said so in uncertain terms. Not in the class, but in a private conversation. He raved and ranted for quite a little while about it. And when he got through, I said, how do you know, Parson? And that really put him over the bar. He said, that's the way I feel about it. That's my faith. I said, well, now I'm having it. Belief and faith is one thing, but having evidence is something else again. How do you know what's going to happen? Go, thank you for the bad love. I don't know, and I doubt that you do. How do you know? Well, he never did give me a satisfactory answer. There are a lot of questions that come up in life in connection with which if you ask that one thing, how do you know you'll find that the other fellow will be all silent? You don't need to make an incident out of what he says. You don't need to get mad at what he says. Seven, never say or do anything which may influence another person without first asking yourself this question. Will it benefit him or hurt him? And if it will hurt him, don't do it. Don't say anything or do anything. That would hurt another person under any circumstances, no matter how much he made his own. Exercise self discipline. Don't do that because if you hurt another man, you're going to hurt yourself ten times as much. Yeah, because that hurt will come back on you. I don't care who you are or what circumstances you're working under or living under. If you hurt another person, you will be hurt ten times. You hurt much. another person, you hurt yourself. And if the hurt doesn't come immediately, the uh, rate of interest on that is compound interest on compound interest, and it'll be a hundred times as great if you wait long enough. Because everything that you do to or for another person, you do to or for yourself. There is no escape from that. That's just as much a law as the law of gravitation, which everyone understands. You know that if you stepped over the top of this building, no matter what your mind uh, was, what your belief happened to be, if you stepped over the top of this building and violated the law of gravitation, that you hit the ground and you die in a very few seconds. 
And this law, which brings you back that which you send out, is just as inevitable, just as inexorable as the law of gravitation or any other of nature's laws. North Carolina to build a salute. Number eight, learn the difference between friendly analysis and unfriendly criticism. Then decide which you wish to live by in your relations with others. Now, friendly analysis is one thing and is welcomed by most sensible people. I don't object to friendly analysis of anything that I do, even though it's very unfavorable. If it's friendly analysis, I like it because I can improve by it. But if it's unfriendly criticism, very obviously unfriendly criticism, and not analysis, well, then I resent it. I wouldn't be human if I didn't. How can I tell whether it's friendly analysis or unfriendly criticism? How would you go about telling? A lot of ways you can tell. You can tell by the, uh, your relationship to the person who's making it, whether it's friendly or unfriendly to begin with. If it's an enemy, obviously I discount it right off the bat because you almost know it's going to be unfriendly criticism. I can tell also by the tone of voice in which he does it, by the manner in which he does it. Because a man who engages in unfriendly criticism generally uh, uses a few epithets along with it that clearly indicates that he's biased. If you have self-discipline, you're not going to be influenced by that kind of a person. And number nine, remember that a good leader in any calling is one who can take orders as cheerfully as he gives them. And number ten, last but not least, remember that tolerance in human relations is just as important as tolerance in operation of mechanics. All right, Sean. Uh, since, since, since we on self-discipline, since we on self-discipline, I know I got three minutes left, but since we on self-discipline, I need you to understand that the only way you could be, I am, we start, we, today is about being who you are, right? I am everything that I say I am. And in order to be who you are, you need self-discipline. But in order in order to get self-discipline, you are now tapped in and you need self-love. You need self-love. You can't have discipline without self-love, though. Is the definition of self-love. 99% of people are not willing to do what it takes to make their dreams come true. The Marines have a saying, everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die. The center of bringing any dream into fruition is self-discipline. You know, so, something as simple as food and eating is it, not about your, your body as much as it is about your mind. It's getting command of your mind to be able to choose actions that are in your own best interest. Every day we are choosing that's not in our own best interest. So if the world is attacking you and the world wants to fight you and the world's trying to hold you down, so you gonna kick yourself in the balls? So you will stop yourself from getting what you dream. And I think the word discipline has kind of gotten a, a bad name. We think about it in terms of punishment. I'm not, I'm not talking about discipline in that way. I'm talking about discipline in the sense that you, you forego immediate pleasure for the exchange of long-term self-respect. I believe that self-discipline is the definition of self-love. That when you say that you love yourself, that means that 
you have behavior towards yourself that is loving. Self-discipline is the center of all material success. You cannot win the war against the world if you can't win the war against your own mind. Self-love is you say to yourself, hey man, look, I know you want to eat that pizza and it'll be really good, you know, but I can't let you eat that, man, because if, if you eat that pizza, you don't feel like shit. You know, and I, I just, I love you too much to let you eat that. Self-love is, hey, look, I know you got a, a, a test on Monday, you know, and I know you really want to go out with your friends and Saturday night you want to go out, but if you fail that test, you're not going to feel good about yourself. You know, I just, I love you too much to let you go out tonight. Self-discipline is self-love. If you want to be happy, you have to love yourself, which means you have to discipline your behavior. behavior. The road to sustained happiness is disciplining your behavior. We tend to base our self-esteem on what other people think. And that's not really self-esteem. Self-esteem is supposed to be how we feel about ourselves. And hold, hold on, real quick, real quick, real quick. Let me let me explain something. Let me explain something to y'all. Self-discipline is self-love. Period. That's it. Self-discipline is self-love because. If you know that certain actions will result in certain things, but you don't, you're not, you don't get disciplined enough to stop your actions, stop yourself from doing those things, then it's not self-love, right? The honest truth, the honest truth is that, um, you know, we pick and choose what's difficult and what's easy that's the, that's the truth right there are many things that we know right there are many things that we know uh will hurt us and we don't we don't do those things because we have disciplined ourselves enough to know that those things that we can't do those things because we, you know, we don't want to hurt, you know, ourselves. The truth of the matter, the truth of the matter is that um, we give so much, and catch this bar, we give so much energy to the external and not the internal, right? Meaning that we care too much about hurting our external self but not enough to hurting our internal self when it's really the internal that happens right me 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 jumping you know off off you know from the from a two story building to jump into a water or to jump down or whatever I'm disciplined enough. Lizzie, what up? I'm disciplined enough 
to know that if I jump off a two-story building onto the ground, it might it might be fun. It might be fun to do, but I'm disciplined enough to know that if I do that, I may I may break my 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 you know my I might twist my ankle, I might break my leg. So something externally might happen to me. And so in my mind, I wouldn't even fathom doing nothing crazy like that. If you've ever jumped from a, from a high place, it's fun. The adrenaline is fun. You'll enjoy it, right? You'll enjoy it while you're jumping off of it, right? But you know, though, you know that by the time, if, 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 if you don't got a harness, if you ain't got nothing protecting yourself, by the time you hit that ground, you're going to break something. Right. And so a lot of us are like, nah, I ain't going to do that. I ain't jumping off. A, I ain't jumping out the, a two story building because I'm going to break something. But we'll take the risk internally to enjoy food that doesn't serve us. Right. We'll do that. We know every time we eat certain foods, we're killing ourselves slowly. And I'm talking to myself as well. Right. We know. That if we eat certain foods, we're killing ourselves slowly, but we still we still don't have the discipline to do that because we choose we choose that. We know that when we are around certain people and we let them into our subconscious mind, they're, they're gonna push us on a spiral, but we're not disciplined to say no to that. We disciplined enough to say no to the external, right? But the internal. We saying it's too it's too hard. Yo, it's too hard, yo. Man, it's too hard to say no to to to, to eating eating like this. It's too hard for me to to say no to relationships that are you know that are that are that are in the way. And so, um, I'm not a, you know what I mean. It is what it is. I'm not excusing none of it. If you discipline enough. And, I, and, I, and, I, and when I'm talking to you, I'm talking to me. If you discipline enough to know what not to do that would hurt yourself externally, then know what not to do that's going to hurt yourself internally because the internal matters more. If you are choosing, and I'm, I'm taking this back, matter of fact. If you are choosing, because that's all it is, you're choosing. If you are choosing to not be disciplined, then you don't love yourself. Period. You are now tapped in and tuned in. I said what I said. 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 I said what I but nobody wants to die. The center of bringing any dream into fruition is self-discipline. You know, so, something as simple as food and eating is it, not about your, your body as much as it is about your mind. It's getting command of your mind to be able to choose actions that are in your own best in interest. In your own best interest. Choose Every the action that's in your best interest. Choosing that's not in our own best interest. So if the world is attacking you and the world wants Wait, I'm gonna stop real quick. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be hundred percent. I'm gonna be hundred percent. My last time stopping is I'm gonna let Will talk. But literally yesterday. 
uh, I had said to myself, I was like, yo, I'm gonna eat, I'm gonna eat right. My body, my, my throat was hurting, pause. My body was, wasn't feeling, you know, because I didn't rest. So I was like, I need to rest, I need to rest. And so first lady took the kids um, to the dentist um, and I had work to do, so I stayed home. And they called me like, yo, we going to China Panda. Oh, no, 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 Panda Express. We're going to Panda Express. And I knew, I said, yo, there's nothing in Panda Express that's good for me at this time because I need, I need to nourish my body. So I said, there's nothing in Panda Express that, that, that I can eat right now, right? But I was like, yo, let me, you know, I'm like, nah, let me get the, um, let me get the honey, the honey walnut shrimp, honey walnut shrimp with chow mein, right? I knew before I even ordered it that I didn't need it. And then once I ate it, my body just, I was sluggish because I didn't give my body no nutrients. My body was asking me for water and nutrients. And I gave it honey nut, no, honey walnut uh, shrimp with chow mein. And I paid for it immediately because immediately I was sluggish. Immediately I didn't get my work done. Right? Immediately all these follow-ups and things, my brain wasn't as sharp. And so you telling me that I got I got this heavy work to do, and I chose to to enjoy my palates. I gave my palates more importance for for just five minutes, maybe. You are now tapped in and tuned in. My fault. Last, last one. Last one. We, go, we, we out. We out after. I'm going to let Will talk. Self-discipline is the definition of self-love. 99% of people are not willing to do what it takes to make their dreams come true. The Marines have a saying, everybody wants to go to heaven. But nobody wants to die. The center of bringing any dream into fruition is self-discipline. You know, so, something as simple as food and eating is it, not about your your body as much as it is about your mind. It's giving command of your mind to be able to choose actions that are in your own best interest. Every day we are choosing that's not in our own best interest. So if the world is attacking you and the world wants to fight you, the world's trying to bad. hold you down. So you're gonna kick yourself in the balls? That's a bar. So you will stop. Wait, that's a bar. Look, Khadija said, look, it's like putting bad gas in a good car. It's like, yo, it's yo, yo, I'm on four. Yo, I, I know I said I promise. That's a bar right there. That's a bar. Yo, Khadija that's me says, yo. It's like y'all. It's a big bar. It's like putting a. It's like putting a. Um, it's, it's let me. I'm gonna tell you something real quick, right? It's like putting bad gas in a good car. Let me tell you a quick story, right? So I have a. Um, I have a 2020. I have a 2020 truck. F F150, right? I got a 2020 F150. Um, and I and I and I joined go. That joined go. Um, and when I first got the car, uh, the truck actually, I first got the truck. I realized that I mean when, when I, it's like 500, it's a platinum, so it's like 500 horsepower. It's like the top of the line. It's like the it's like the Bentley of F-150s, right? And so, um, meaning the top of the line, right? And so it go, it go, it goes zero. Like the, it got 500 horsepower, it go hard. But when I first read it, you know, I have to put 93 in it. 
I got to put 93, right, which is the premium gas. Because when I put uh, 87, like, it don't, it don't function right. right. It don't function right. Like, I have to. I have to put, I have to put 93. The gas lasts longer. It dries faster. It drives smoother. Everything about it is better when I put 93 in it. 93, especially recently with the gas shortage, 93 was expensive. So I can make a choice. I could be like, yo, no, I'm putting 87 since gas is high. Or I could just do put the put the gas that's necessary. Right? And so Khadija said, look, Khadija asked me, he said, look, it's like putting bad gas in a good car. Like how you got this luxury car? How you got this Bentley? How you got this Wraith? How you got this, this Lamborghini? And you putting regular unleaded gas in it. And you're not allowing the the you're not allowing it to perform. My fault, Joe. Last one. Yourself from getting what you drink. And I think the word discipline has kind of gotten a, a bad name. We think about it in terms of punishment. I'm not I'm not talking about discipline in that way. I'm talking about discipline in the sense that you you forego immediate pleasure for the exchange of long-term self-respect. I believe that self-discipline is the definition of self-love. That when you say that you love yourself, that means that you have behavior towards yourself that is loving. Self-discipline is the center of all material success. You cannot win the war against the world if you can't win the war against your own mind. Self-love is, you say to yourself, oh, hey, man, love, the legend. I know you want to get pizza and it'll be really good, you know, but I can't let you eat that, man, because if, if you eat that pizza, you don't feel like, shit, you know, and I, I just, I love you too much to let you eat that. Self-love is, hey, look, I know you got a, a, a test on Monday, you know, and I know you really want to go out with your friends. It's Saturday night. You want to go out. But if you fail that test, you're not going to feel good about yourself. You know, I just I love you too much to let you much. go out tonight. Self-discipline is self-love. Yep. If you want to be happy, you have to love yourself, which means you have to discipline your behavior. The road to sustained happiness is through disciplining your behavior. We tend to base our self-esteem on what other people think. And that's not really self-esteem. Self-esteem is supposed to be how we feel about ourselves. And I was just saying how dangerous it is to hmm. allow other people to determine how you're going to feel about you. And it's kind of like you're going to look in a broken mirror and then change your face to try to look good in this defiled, busted, broken mirror. And it's it just other people's opinions is a really way to determine how we feel about ourselves. Don't matter whose fault it is that something is broken. Don't matter about if it's your responsibility, your responsibility to fix it. For example, it's, 
it's not somebody's fault if their father was an abusive alcoholic, but it's for damn sure their responsibility to figure out how they're going to deal with those traumas and try to make a life out of it. It's not your fault if your partner cheated and ruined your marriage, but it is for damn sure your responsibility to figure out how to take that pain and how to overcome that and build a happy life for yourself. Fault and responsibility do not go together. It sucks, but they don't. When something is somebody's fault, we want them to suffer. We want them punished. We want them to, to pay. We want it to be their responsibility to fix it, but that's, that's not how it works, especially when it's your heart. Your heart your life, your happiness is your responsibility and your responsibility alone. Yep. As long as we're pointing the finger and, and, and stuck in whose fault something is, we're jammed and trapped into victim mode. When you're in victim mode, you are stuck in suffering. The road to power is in taking responsibility. Your heart, your life, your happiness, your responsibility, your responsibility, your responsibility alone. You can make a person smile, you can make a person feel good, you can make a person laugh, but whether or not a person is happy is deeply and totally and utterly out of your control. The prerequisite for spending time with any person is that they nourish and inspire you. They feed your flame. Look at your last five text messages. Are those people feeding your flames or dousing your fire? Put your phone down for just a second and look around. Look to the people around you. Are those people throwing logs on your fire or are they pissing on it? Self-discipline is the definition of self-love. The definition of who I am is very clear to me, and it also redefines who I want to be, in that I know for a fact that I'm stronger than I thought I was. You know, you can't help but ask yourself the question, what would I do if I was in Muhammad Ali's shoes? Self-discipline is the definition of self-love. I'm, I'm motivated by fear. I hate being scared to do something. And I think what developed uh, in my in my early days was the the attitude that I started attacking things that I was scared of. Why were you scared in your bed the night before? Why did you, what do you need that fear for? Just don't go. Why are you scared in your bed 16 hours before you jump? Why are you scared in the car? Why could you not enjoy breakfast? Fear is, fear of what? You're nowhere even near the airplane. Everything up to the stepping out, there's actually no reason to be scared. No it only just ruins your day. You're, you don't have to jump. And then in that moment, all of a sudden, where you should be terrified is the most blissful experience of your life. And God placed the best things in life on the other side of terror. Mind Right Radio. Inspiration and motivation 25-8. That's all the time. More than humanly possible. Elevation on another level.
All right. That's all I got for you. That's all I got for you today. I know we went 20 minutes over, but blessings, blessings, blessings. Um, Cassandra Renee, I, th I appreciate yo, y'all, y'all showing out. I appreciate the badge love for sure. Uh, fast out. Uh, you know, salute to 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 Behind the Wheel Podcast. Yo, back up to my guy D Ox, Behind the Wheel Podcast. Uh, badge love and uh, cash apps on the side. So, fast out to my guy Panther Pan Panther Inc. Graphics. Thank you for the badge love. Where's CJ? Thank you for the badge love. Taylor Joy Productions. Thank you for the badge love. Art Therapy. Thank you for the badge love. Orlander. Thank you for the badge love. LX Ding uh, Dinja. Thank you for the badge love. Gales Keys Allen. Thank you for the badge love. Martyr the Smarter. Thank you for the badge love. Four by four. Financial Freedom. Thank you for the badge love. Vic eight four zero seven. Thank you for the badge love. The Wealth Icon. Thank you for the repeated badge love two times. Uh, Mo Wine, thank you for the badge love. Khadija, that's me. Thank you for the badge love repeated two times. Leah Lincoln, thank you for the badge love. Nagasi Legacy Group, thank you for the badge love. Greg Brandt, too. Thank you for the badge love. Aaron Binder, thank you for the badge love two times. KP is uh, is Rising and Vibes LLC, thank you for the badge love. King Powell's, uh, King Powell Pops WS, thank you for the badge love. Dudingo, thank you for the badge love twice. Simply T, thank you for the badge love. It's a low, thank you for the badge love twice. Ramaya Trash, thank you for the badge love twice. Ronald1234, thank you for the badge love. My guy Dre Hatchet, thank you for the badge love. Um, uh, I am Cassandra Renee, thank you for the badge love twice. Missed527, thank you for the badge love. Um, I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all so much for rocking with me. Um, I'll see y'all tomorrow in God's will, man. Keep, you know, this week, uh, Miss 527, thank you for the badge love twice. Um, you know, this week is about applying pressure. We're not letting, look, we're not letting nobody off the hook. Oh, look, Miss, you showing out. Thank you for the badge love. One more time. I appreciate you. Um, we ain't letting nobody off the hook. Nobody's off the hook. It is our responsibility. Look, Miss, Miss is showing out. Miss 527. Uh, that's four, right? That's four back to back. I appreciate the bad love. Um, we're not letting nobody off the hook this week, right? This week, we're not letting nobody off the hook. Uh, we applying pressure, walking purpose. Thank you for the badge love. We, yo, we, we are not letting nobody, right? We, we not letting nobody off the hook. It, I don't care what fault it is. I don't care why, like why, I don't even, I don't care who dropped the U.S. dollar, I don't, I don't care, you know, I don't care, I don't care what's happening. Edith Richards. I am Edith Richards. I appreciate you. Salute, salute, salute. Right? We applying pressure. Like, there's no, there's nothing that's happening. Right? There is nothing that is happening right now that is stopping us from living our best life, from eating right, from thinking right, from applying i need you to apply pressure on all your life trini cherry thank you for the badge love i need you i need you to apply pressure right i need you to apply pressure on your life i need you to apply pressure right 
It don't ma- it don't matter that I did three 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 day three day intensive, did a one day webinar, and I got mad work to do, and I'm still planning to 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 affect lives. Trinity Cherry, thank you for the badge love. Again, we applying pressure. We are applying pressure all week, effective immediately. Effective immediately. Abundance is your birthright. It's your birthright. Abundance in everything is your birthright. We are applying pressure. All right, y'all. I'm talking about wealth, wealth, wealth. Money ain't a thing. Money ain't a thing. Money in the bank. Money in the bank. We can talk, but money talk. So talk, money talk. Ash cash show. Ash cash show. Ash cash show. Ash cash show.